everyone. Happy Wednesday. Welcome to Crew Talk brought to you by Shoots.video. I hope everyone had a wonderful holiday weekend. I'm still kind of getting uh, back on track with what day it is and, you know, getting back into the swing of things with work. But I hope everyone had a great um, three-day weekend. So today we are talking um, about peer space. And we have three people here who are going to tell you all about it. So I'm going to go around and um, Matt, Matt and Michelle, uh, I'll just kind of go one by one. And if you want to say your name, where you're located, and just kind of like a really brief history of um, who you are. So I will start with Matt Lau. Hi, Matt. Thank you so much for joining us today. Awesome. Yeah, happy to be here. Thank you, Sarah. Um, hello, everyone. My name is Matt Lau. I live in Phoenix, Arizona. And I really work on the supply operations side of PeerSpace, really helping us grow into new markets and really just um, accomplish our mission of global domination, as we like to joke and say. Awesome. Well, thanks for being here. Hi, Michelle. Thanks for joining us. Hi, I'm Michelle. I am based in Los Angeles, California, and I'm the community management community manager here at PeerSpace. Awesome. Well, it's great to have you. And the second, Matt. <laughs> Hi, I'm Matt Bendett. I am a co-founder of PeerSpace and I run our operations teams. Uh, and our mission at PeerSpace is to make it so that unique spaces can be utilized uh, for hourly rental purposes for all sorts of activities. Um, but we really specialize in productions and creative pursuits as well as events and meetings. Awesome. Well, thank you, the three of you, for being here. And Matt, kind of what you were just talking about, I was going to um, ask if you would give um, a more in-depth uh, explanation as to what Peer Space is. I was on the website before this, and the website's great. I mean, it's easy to use, and it, it looks fantastic. So um, if you could go into a little more detail about Peer Space for us. Yeah. So Peer Space is a marketplace uh, so that anybody can book a space on for meetings, events, and productions, as I stated. There's over 20,000 spaces live across the United States and most recently Canada. We just opened up in Toronto and Vancouver over there. And when a media professional, producer, location manager, scout, etc., wants to book a location, for example, uh, they can search uh, on peer space, like similar to how they would another marketplace, like an Airbnb or something where they are able to enter the dates, uh, the crew size, the aesthetic that they're looking for. Uh, you can, you can really fine tune it. You can pick the style of the home that you might be looking to shoot in, for example, the hours, the duration of your shoot, and then you can see a price and, uh, be able to book it with really, um, low hassle, low friction. You can also message the, the host or the property manager who can tell you more information about the space. You can see all sorts of details around the amenities that the space provides in addition to high quality photos. Uh, and you really go from there and, and peer space makes it really easy for that transaction to happen. Uh, it's all governed by our terms. So things like location agreements are all covered in uh, the recordings clause of our contract, for example, to give rights to the guest who's booking the space, the crew in this case. Um, and uh, the payout happens after the booking has occurred. So there's there's this whole process that we uh, built to really make that an easy one for people to find what they're looking for, to book it, and then to have a successful uh, production. Wonderful. So I know you said you're one of the co-founders. So what inspired you to create Peer Space, and and when when did you launch? 
Yeah, so we launched the marketplace back in 2014. So we've been around for a few years uh, in San Francisco and we launched more one market at a time uh, until we sort of blanketed the US and now we're we're talking about Canada. Um, and it's the, the reason we wanted uh, to do this is really that we saw a lot of high quality spaces that were not being utilized. Um, they were kind of ground floor space, if you could imagine a museum or a loft gallery um, so many unique spaces across the country that were kind of sitting vacant. We thought this could be a great sustainability play for the owners of these small businesses to be able to add additional income in exchange for um, sort of unlocking their doors to people who needed them for various creative pursuits. Um, so that was the, the real impetus. Um, for me, I come from a creative background. I worked in video games for the first nine years of my career. And I didn't realize what a privilege it is to be able to work in an industry where you have access to really great spaces whenever you need to be inspired to do your best work. Um, and so I really tried to bring that into the marketplace uh, peer space to make it easy and make, make these spaces more accessible so that anybody could have the experience that I took for granted in my career. That's awesome. That's a great story. And um, it's amazing that you've expanded so much. And kind of a short time. I mean, it's 2014. It's not too long. So under 10 years, you've been able to expand and now into Canada too. That's awesome. Congratulations. Yeah. Michelle, what does your um, kind of day-to-day look like at Peer Space, and, um, and what do you do more in depth? Yeah, so my job at Peerspace is to cultivate community, but more within the guest side. Um, so there's a plethora of different photographers, videographers, freelance creatives, production agencies, etc. And my job is to basically invest in them and make sure that Peerspace truly feels like a tool for the pros and it feels like it's uplifting the creative community. Um, I'm a multi-hyphenate creative myself. I like did the thing in social media and worked in fashion and I know how frustrating it can be for creatives when it feels like a business is just there to turn a profit for them, even though they are the target audience. So I really want to make sure that it feels like Peerspace is truly investing in the creative community and that we're growing together rather than using creatives to grow. Awesome. So are you kind of like a, a point person for people who book through Peerspace? Um, so people who book through Peerspace and partnerships, um, and then anyone who wants to um, partner with us on social. So that's both guests and hosts. Oh, wonderful. And Matt, Matt Lau, um, can you go in depth a little bit about uh, what your day-to-day is at Peerspace? Yeah, definitely. So really at Peerspace, my main role is to you know, help us expand into new cities and, and cities that we already have a presence in, really to just increase our presence there, um, primarily through bringing on new hosts. Um, it's really pretty cool to do. I get to work with a lot of different hosts in different areas. Um, we have different types of spaces from ice cream shops to co-work facilities. And you kind of just sometimes you really open their mind up to a new idea and a new kind of concept that their space could be used for productions or events or meetings. And it's um, pretty awesome to see. And, you know, from there, the work is never done at a startup. We're always wearing multiple hats. A lot of it's really working with our new hosts to make sure they have the tools to be successful and they know how to use the platform. Because ultimately, you know, my job might be to bring on new hosts in different cities, but we want to see those hosts be successful with Peerspace. Sure. So do you kind of go um, city to city and scout out different locations and then reach out? Or how, is that, uh, how does that process work? 
Um, typically, we have a way that we acquire um, leads to say for high quality, unique spaces in different areas. Um, and then through kind of a more sales focused emails or calls, we'll reach out to them and, you know, really just trying to tell them more about peer space, learn more about their company, and then kind of decide if there, it would be a fit. Um, Pre-COVID, I used to go out to different cities and when we would launch the market, which would be, it actually was really cool. I'd get to meet with a lot of our new hosts and get to know the area a little bit. Um, so I'm hoping one day we'll get back to that, but you know, it's kind of whenever things get back to normal, whatever that really even means anymore. Yeah. What is the nor new normal? No one really knows. We're all getting used to it. Um, so this question can kind of go to anyone and anyone can answer when I'm asking questions. But um, one of the questions we have was like when you book hotels, a lot of times people use something like hotels.com instead of directly booking through the hotel site. Do you see this happening with studio space bookings as well? Yeah, uh, I, I think that that's a similar analogy to the platform that we've built. I, I mean, you uh, can go direct if you have a relationship with a you know photography studio, for example, uh, and you booked there before, or, you, or it's been recommended to you. Uh, but what I feel a lot of creatives uh, are looking for, and what they've been telling us, is that we're we take a lot of steps out of that process. So we start with discovery, in that we're aggregating these locations somewhere centrally on the web uh, for them to all be, you know, uh, there for your disposal and perusal as you're looking at which spaces are going to work for you. So we help you narrow down the process of scouting, uh, you know, within the first 30 seconds, essentially. And um, that is similar to going hotels.com and that you can kind of see what's available uh, that fits what you're looking for. Like I said, you can use all these different filters to really fine tune the amenities or the style of the location that you're you're trying to find for your shoot or your activity. Mm -hmm. uh, and, you know, in addition to that, being able to transact, making sure that that payment is is guaranteed, uh, you know, having it be smooth and not having to go through lots of back and forth with scheduling or with contracts and uh, legal agreements. Those are all things that we have built into to the platform to just make it a little easier to get to the fun stuff, which is creating content. Sure. So you kind of streamline it for people and just make it really easy from um, start to finish. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I would say in the same way as you'd go to hotels.com or any kind of OTA, uh, that that discovery element is there. The booking element is there. It just works. Mm -hmm. um, you feel confident also that you're probably getting the best price because you see pricing transparency. You're able to know what the hourly rate is in our case. Um, and, you know, what with all the fees, um, you can also add uh, there's add-ons you can purchase with your booking. Let's say you wanted to rent lighting equipment or you know microphone for your podcast or something like that. It sometimes they're already included in the hourly price. Other times they're premium amenities. So there's a lot of things that we do to just make it easy, uh, and that, that's really what we're trying to get going. Sure, here. I want to come back to the rental um, aspect of it, but you mentioned OTA. What does OTA mean? Um, that it's, it's basically like a, a third party marketplace that takes, um, a lot of different travel, uh, vendors and puts it all in one place. Okay. So kayak or Expedia is an OTA. Got it. Perfect. Thank you. Now you said, um, it's possible to rent lighting or equipment. So are you partnered with, um, not only the, a venue, but then outside resources to kind of bring that stuff in? Yeah. So we, we, everybody who there's basically two main parties when you're, when you're thinking about 
um, making a transaction. There's the hosts, which are the venue owners or the property owners or managers, and the guests, um, which are representing a producer or you know the crew that is ultimately going to be booking the space, the renter. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then in some cases, we will work with third-party vendors to help outfit the space if it's if it's something that requires that. But we like to put the two main parties together first to figure out what they need to work through. And in many cases, a crew will have many vendors that they will want to work with mm-hmm. uh, that are their own, you know, and they just sort of become attendees of that guest during the booking. Sure. Okay. That makes sense. What are some of the other add-ons you said you that you can add on to your booking? So it's really governed by the the host, the owner of the space. Um, whatever equipment that they want to offer, they're able to showcase it on their listing. Uh, there's there's also um, you know catering. If, if you're renting a bar or a restaurant, for example, um, they can provide you know food, decor, additional furniture. They can do like chair rentals if it's for a wedding. Um, so we really, we just provide the tools for them to create their own listings and, and all their own options. And like I said, in some cases, uh, we have a team that can provide third-party vendors if if that's required. Oh, very cool. I On the website, I saw it said like um, bridal showers and weddings and stuff. I was like, that's kind of neat. You can book anything and everything. And it's nice to know that there are add-ons if you wanted to kind of have a a vendor list or different things like that to add on to your um, shoot or your booking, whatever it is. Yeah. Now for non-studio location bookings, what is the advantage to booking um, through PeerSpace versus Airbnb? Yeah, I would say it's really that this this platform is built for the creative professional uh, versus Airbnb is, is really at its core a travel marketplace for, you know, finding a place to stay overnight. Uh, we built this for productive activities. Uh, we ultimately believe any activity outside the home or office um, can and should happen in a peer space, um, but it really works well for anything related to production. And, and, and the spaces know that. That's how they're marketing the space to you. That's how they're, you know, the photos they're showing you are of sets, are of you know the studio backdrop, the psych wall. Um, if it's a residence, they want to show you the details that you would give you a better sense of the natural light coming in for shooting. Um, and there's also lots of specs within their listing where they're talking about, um, you know, what amenities the space is outfitted for that are production friendly. Um, so, you know, it's really just custom tailored for, for that use case. Nice. And how do businesses get on your third party vendor list? Yeah, they, uh, it, they'll, they'll send us an email to our support team. I mean, this isn't it. The, the third-party vendors is not a big part of our business. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really about the hosts and the guests at this time um, because many of our, our hosts are, you know, also suppliers and they have some of these additional um, items, but, you know, they can, they can get in touch with us. And uh, if it makes sense, we, we like to have them available in case we want to put, you know, a guest up with a vendor to, uh, you know, take care of some part of their booking. Sure. Now, is there a rating system and review system? So if you book um, a space and it was great and you loved it and you'll do it again, you can like let everybody know that when they are looking at it um, in the future? Yeah. Uh, Every booking, the host and the guests will review each other um, and they will review the space to sort of give a better understanding of whether it was, you know, accurately represented or, um, you know, how hospitable or attentive the, you know, the property manager was or the site rep was to the, the crew's needs during that booking. 
Um, and we have just thousands of bookings and you know tens and thousands of reviews, uh, hundreds of thousands of, of um, different bookings that have taken place over time. So there's a lot of reviews to see, uh, which I believe creates a good signal for the, the folks that are looking to book a space that they haven't been to before. That's great. Awesome. Michelle, what's your favorite um, piece or like part of Pure Space that um, you would want other people to know? So as a longtime actually PeerSpace customer before I joined PeerSpace, the company, um, my favorite part about PeerSpace was when I was just younger and I didn't quite have the budget to create, I was able to have access to all of these really amazing locations at surprisingly affordable prices, but it never felt like I was compromising on quality. And now that I've grown and have a little bit more um, opportunity and money to spend on spaces, I can get like really incredible luxurious looking spaces for my content. Um, and then on the peer space, peer space side, um, one of the biggest things that we actually just launched is an ambassador program, really reiterating this idea of us um, investing in the creative community. So we've partnered with five incredibly talented photographers, Emmalyn Rose, Anthony Pham, um, Grace Rivera, June Kim, and Mark Clennon. And they are basically the true ambassadors of peer space. So um, we really do have the best of the best creating in our spaces. And just because our spaces um, are affordable and there is a pretty large range of rates, doesn't mean that the quality is compromised. Truly, you can create you know, stuff that goes on Vogue in our spaces and it has happened and it does happen. That's really, really cool. And so what does it take to become an ambassador for people who may be watching who want that? Yeah, so you can actually go onto our Instagram, peerspace.com or instagram.com slash peerspace and take a look. We have an application and applications are just done on a rolling basis. So if you are a professional photographer or just any kind of creative and you are um, a professional, like feel free to apply. We love meeting new creatives and featuring them on our socials. So check it out. Absolutely. Um, Matt Lau, what about you? What is your favorite um, part of Pure Space? You know, I think my favorite part about Pure Space is really just kind of going back to when you asked how many different unique spaces do we have on our platform? And right now it's a little over 20,000. What I love most is just that number is growing every day, whether it's a new city where I'm having to actively go work on it to bring on new hosts, or it's just through our brand, you know, spreading across the United States. We have more and more people discovering peer space, listing their homes, listing churches, listing all types of spaces on our platform. And I just think it's so cool to see how you, know, you might go look in your city one day and then the next week you will see completely new spaces, new variety that could be used for all types of purposes. So I think it's just really, it's watch how we grow. It's pretty awesome to see. Um, how often are you adding? Is it every day that some a new um, space gets added to the site? Every day, yep. So do you have to, is there a vetting process that you have to go and like physically check it out? Are you relying on pictures? We mainly rely on photos. In some cases, you might have need to have them send us additional information just to verify that they are allowed to list their space on peer space or that they are the owner. Mm -hmm. um, but a lot of it's really done visually, just kind of if we deem it as a quality space that could be potentially booked for productions, meetings or events. Um, then usually we'll, we'll let it on the platform. Awesome. Yeah. Is there, is there, oh, go ahead. Sorry. Yeah, I just wanted to add to that. So we do have a trust and safety team that is protecting the marketplace and the community from 
would be fraud or bad actors. It's not something that uh, we, where we're sending somebody in to make sure that the space is as advertised and that the photos, uh, you know, it matched the exact experience that you would get. However, that's how our policies are drafted up. You know, we take a, a swift action in cases where we, we are told that, you know, the booking didn't go as planned because it didn't represent uh, the true nature of the space. And, and that's an incredibly rare experience. It does happen, you know, very rarely, and we, you know, take care of it, um, you know, to, to make sure that, because it's really important that we build this trustworthy community um, that, you know, people can go to uh, as their, as a, a, you know, something that they were relying on for, for their projects. And um, we wouldn't be able to be in business if we, if we weren't reliable from that sense. So it's really important to us. Of course. No, and that's really good to know. And thank you for mentioning that. Um, I have another question for Matt Lau. Is there um, like a city or state or country or somewhere that you guys are not there yet, but you're like dying to have some spaces available there? Oh, yeah. The list goes on and on. I'm, <laughs> I'm happy. I mean, you know, we have aspirations to move like all, all over across, across the globe, you know, into Mexico, into Europe, to Australia. Um, it's not really an if, it's just a matter of when at this point. What are some spaces that you have um, that people might not initially think like, oh yeah, we should shoot there, but they're pretty cool or just unique. I thought I heard you mention like an ice cream store or something like that. Do you have any really like quirky, cool places? Yeah, the, the ice cream shop is always one that I'll remember. That, um, I forget the lady's name, but when I first started working at Pure Space back in 2018, um, she has a really cute little ice cream shop in Washington, D.C. Um, she had one of those grass photo walls. And, you know, I was talking to her and she said that she always has people, you know, going in there to to take photos of her wall and just of the space. Um, and originally, you know, me being new to Peer Space, I was asking her if she's OK with having events and meetings in her space. And it wasn't really a fit, but we ultimately kind of agreed to list her with us to kind of capture the more of that creative audience. And. You know, over time, I would kind of look at her traction and she does very, very well. I want to say she was getting three to five bookings every month through Pure Space. Wow. Um, yeah, it was pretty funny to see because that was back when I, in my mind, I had an idea of what, you know, an ideal space is on Pure Space. And my mind always went to event venues, restaurants, you know, kind of the typical spaces that have people. Um, but that kind of just made me realize that, you know, Pure Space is really an opportunity for all types of spaces and all types of people who have any type of space that might be underutilized. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I can imagine an ice cream shop would have, um, you get some cool pics or cool, you know, video and something like that. Um, Michelle, a question for you. What sort of incentives are offered for ambassadors? Um, so they get a quarterly credit because one of the hardest part about being an ambassador or just being a creative in general is having to fund your own personal projects while you know the commercial work does pay the bills it doesn't allow you the opportunity to grow your artistry and explore your creativity um, so we really wanted to allow the ambassadors to be able to create and then they also get a link to share peer space where they're able to provide their communities $50 off their very first booking and we have a beautiful brand new website that you can check out on our Instagram, um, way, where we basically just showcase the best of the best of their work because there's just so much incredible work being made by our ambassadors every day. Very cool. Good to know. 
So this question is for anyone who wants to answer it. What is the process for sharing potential locations with our clients? Can we put it um, on our selections page with notes, with our notes? Yeah, we actually have a feature that makes that really easy. Um, and it's essentially a board um, or a project that you're able to save your favorites to. And then you can then share, you can name that, and then you can share it with others. And they don't need to be PeerSpace customers to be able to see it. Um, and then once they, they, they get to that project, they're able to look at the board, look at the different locations, give them a thumbs up or thumbs down, write comments on it, and essentially guide the person who's responsible for renting the space on you know, which ones to, to really go after. So you can use it as a wish list inspiration. You can also use it to narrow down the process of booking. Okay, so when you say PeerSpace customers, is PeerSpace something that you have to pay to join or is it free to join? Um, how does that work? Yeah, it's totally free. Um, it, it costs money, of course, when you rent a space. Sure. You're paying, yeah. you're paying for that rental. Uh, PeerSpace makes money uh, as a commission of sorts. Um, there's a service fee uh, that goes to us when bookings happen, but to you know, browse the site, to message and to ultimately narrow down your search and discover uh, the right space for you, you know, that whole part is free. And, and on the venue side, same thing. It's, it's free to list. It's free to, you know, get the eyeballs on your space. We only make money when you make money. Very cool. Are there any new features that might be coming out um, for peer space that you can talk about? I mean, there's new features coming out all the time. We've done a, a lot of work, particularly during the pandemic, because there was such a insatiable need for content creation. And uh, we saw a lot of grassroots content creators really having uh, their chance to, to make more content, and get it out to their audiences. So we spent a lot of time uh, building features that are production focused, um, really around you know searching for the right space, being able to find it easy, um, and there, there's more along that way uh, that's, that's coming for sure. Um, we also, as I mentioned a couple times before, but just kind of want to highlight on this, we've, we've just launched in Canada and in, into two big production markets in Vancouver and Toronto. Um, so there was uh, quite a bit of effort there in, in getting the new spaces on, um, as well as making sure that the site could transact for different currencies and things like that. And then on the supply side, where the the hosts, um, we're we're always interested in bringing on new features that make it really easy for them to market and sell their space. Whether that's creating uh, new support for how to charge for these add-ons, for example, um, how to offer discount pricing based on the amount of hours that are booked, or um, the day of the week, or the time of day. Uh, we want to give them as as many different options as possible so that uh, when the guest or the renter is is ready to make a decision, um, they can really have a productive negotiation to to get um, something that works for both parties. Awesome. So the, team, the team is always working on things. Um, yes, it just makes the experience a more delightful one with time, we hope. Yes, that's very cool. So you're currently offering spaces in the United States and Canada with the hopes to expand further than that, correct? That's right. Awesome. Yeah. So you mentioned, you know, COVID and the pandemic. Did you guys have to shift at all or change anything or change the way you operate during the pandemic? Yes. Uh, safety is is really important to us at PeerSpace. That was the first thing that we focused on is how 
can we identify which spaces um, are safe to to work in, safe to shoot in? Um, you know, which businesses are essential businesses? When it came to production, um, we you know made sure that because in many cases production was considered essential, uh, we we made sure that we identified which spaces had an enhanced COVID safety protocol set up, and we allowed hosts to be, essentially be able to raise their hands to show that their space. Um, is following those guidelines and to list exactly what those were, what their cleaning procedures were, um, and you know, effectively uh, be able to stand out amongst other spaces that maybe weren't ready to do that or were closed for the time being. So we built guidelines for you know, all parties to follow, and then we made it easier for uh, the property owners to showcase which specific guidelines they were following. So did you kind of have to take it state by state since every state was so different with um, their rules and everything like that? Yeah, I mean, we largely relied on the guidance that the CDC was uh, promoting at the time um, in terms of what we generally uh, think were best practices. Uh, but then there were yeah legalities and, and various local mandates around how many people could be in, in a space, what the capacity should be, what activities were permitted. Um, so depending on the jurisdiction, it could vary a little bit. Um, but some of the bookings that we saw um, after you know period of, of lockdown where there was hardly anything happening was lots of productions with smaller crew sizes um, and outdoor uh, bookings uh, where you know people could be safer, easier to be socially distanced around. Um, but you know, largely production bookings. And, and now, of course, that um, things are starting to come back in different capacities. We're seeing the meetings coming back. We're seeing uh, lots of different events happening. People are, are eager to uh, come together. And that's what our, our business is set up to do. I think people are so ready to come back and do what they were doing before. Um, people are definitely ready. Are you guys back to where you were pre-COVID? Um, are you renting more or less now? Or is it just kind of day by day? Uh, no, the business is is doing really well. Um, lots of activity. Uh, some some activities are not uh, at the same level they were before COVID, like you know in person meetings and uh, some of the more um, business oriented corporate activity. Uh, people are taking their time coming back to work on those sorts of things. Um, but overall, cross peer space growing, um, you know, much faster than we were even before the pandemic. So. It's been really interesting to see. I think it is really fueled by people wanting to be together to, you know, bring people together, meet, create, celebrate all of those, those things that the marketplace can do. Um, and, and also just continuing for us, continuing to focus on making the activities as streamlined as, as possible, um, you know, ensuring that what, what you're looking for, uh, you know what spaces do that the best. And that they're explaining it to you uh, in a way that maybe we weren't as good at uh, before the pandemic. So, you know, having that pause uh, was was very challenging, um, but it gave us time to focus on how to build the best possible platform for for folks now. Awesome. So I know you talked about a lot. You talk a lot about how the spaces are rented out for like photo shoots and um, production and things. Is that kind of why the spaces are rented out the most? Because I know you offer spaces for everything. Yeah, I mean it's a it's a major vertical of the business um, is production. But even within that, there's so many different activities. There's photo. There's you know still photography, film shoots. There's 
And within that, we've got everybody from Instagrammers and TikTokers to, um, you know, larger studios uh, that are doing brand shoots or are doing, you know, even television and film. So. Awesome. Okay. Well, I think we have kind of covered everything uh, on Pure Space, unless there's something that you, we haven't touched on that you would like us to hear. No, we're just, uh, I think we're, we're all, we're, we're happy to, to speak with um, anybody who, you know, has questions about the business. Our, our team is available to help you find uh, the best space for the project you're working on in your creative pursuits. And um, if you ever have any questions, you can email our fabulous customer service team at help at peerspace.com. Um, and do also download, if you, if you have uh, an Apple device, an iPhone, download our iOS app. That's another way to sort of browse and message on the go. Um, so yeah. you, have an, you have an app. There's a Peerspace app. Yep. Yeah, and it's, oh, nice. Okay. So, and it works just like the desktop. Yeah, totally. Um, many, many of our customers that are, you know, particularly ones that are, are very mobile and, and on the go um, prefer it actually. So yeah, everything syncs to the web app and um, we'll be working on bringing it. It's, it's not currently available on Android, but we're working on that too. Um, so yeah, check it that's, out. No, that's pretty cool. I'm glad you mentioned that because everybody's, I mean, everyone's always on their phone. They always have their phone with them. So good to know. So we kind of always wrap our sessions up by going around again and kind of saying your name and where people can contact you, whether you want to drop your Instagram or your email, um, you know, you just kind of say whatever. So Matt Lau, we will start with you. Awesome. Thanks, Sarah. Thanks again for having us today. Uh, my name is Matt Lau and the uh, best way to contact me is really via email. I'm happy to talk all things Peer Space with anyone who wants to learn more. Um, and my email is Matt, it's M-A-T-T. Dot Lao, L-A-O, at peerspace.com. Awesome. Thank you so much. And Michelle? Thank you so much for having me today. If you slide into our Instagram DMs, instagram.com slash peerspace, um, I'll be there. That's where you can find me. Awesome. <laughs> Are you running Instagram? Do you run the Instagram account for Peerspace? Um, I run it in conjunction with our social media manager, but you'll either get me or Jen. Um, awesome. And she's wonderful too. So it's a win-win either way. Yes. Very cool. Thank you so much. And Matt, before I ask you to kind of give all your info, I wanted to ask one last question. Um, where, what are your thoughts on the future landscape of your industry? Yeah, I, mean, I, I think that we just want to keep making it um, an easy experience for people to be able to plan these different types of events and activities where historically it's been really hard. Um, and so I think that's going to continue to happen. We want to do it on a global level. Um, we want you to be able to, you know, discover peer space at your friend's baby shower and then go book it for a work meeting later or, or you know, use it for your wedding. And, and we see these kinds of memorable events happening every day. Um, so it's really at this point about, you know, making sure that more people know about it um, and continuing to build an experience that makes it easier and easier uh, for it to happen so that, you know, the technology is working and the humans can get out of the way and let the, you know, renters go have their uh, memorable experience. So, that, 
Awesome. And I'm telling you, when I was on the site and I saw like bridal showers, I was like, I was like, oh my gosh, why didn't this exist like months ago? Well, I didn't know about it months ago for booking a bridal shower because it is hard to find spaces that'll accommodate X amount of people and make it look the way you want, like make all your Pinterest dreams come true in a space. And so I was like, oh, I wish I would have known about this earlier because it is a brilliant idea. But thank you um, for, you know, chatting with me today, Matt, Michelle, and Matt. I really appreciate it. And um, I hope everyone goes and checks out the PeerSpace Instagram page and their website for all of your booking needs. Um, that is a wrap on today. Thank you so much for um, joining me. And Matt, I think you forgot to drop your, your info, your contact info. Yeah, I was going to say that um, if you message us uh, on any of the peer space handles um, and have a question for me, uh, the, the team will get that message to me. That's probably the best way to reach me. So at peer space on Twitter, uh, LinkedIn, um, and Instagram. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. And I hope you all have a wonderful rest of your week. I'm Sarah Marintz at sarahmarintz.com and Sarah Marintz on Instagram. And I will see you all next time. Thanks, guys. Bye. You might be looking at Shoot Stop video and thinking, so how does this all work? Is this about A, setting up the whole crew for me, B, just giving me options and having me handle it, or C, something in between? Well, it's D, all of the above. To put it simply, we're here to help you in any way that we can to get the crew and talent you need for your next production. We believe that every level of video production can benefit from a well-maintained list of qualified crew members for every position. This goes for pre-pro, on set, and for post. Every project is different, so if you need a producer to help manage the decision-making process, then we can totally do that. If you're already a producer and want to build your own crew from scratch, then go for it. We're here to make your next production a success. And if you are crew or talent looking for producers that want you, then you've come to the right place. Sign up now and also leave a referral for any solid people that you know that are already on here. Thank you for considering ShootStop Video and happy shooting.